Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 21 of Secrets of Shadowloo. Yesterday we finished up with M. Bison, and today we're moving on to the second world warrior in this book, Vega. But we're not ready for Vega's biography just yet. To understand Vega, who, by the way, is pictured on this page, if you want to see the most beautiful man in the world, check it out. I'm not putting him on Instagram because, you know, fair use and all that. I'm not going to be critiquing Vega's face, obviously. Who could? To truly understand Vega, you first have to understand the fighting style that he created, Spanish ninjutsu. Now, if you remember the Wiki World Warriors series that I did some time ago, you'll recall that I did an episode about a Spanish street fighter, and I and a Spanish listener both took some issue with the concept of a a Spanish ninja, which turns out to be a sort of combination ninja and bullfighter. But for the sake of completeness, you know, I'm not going to make you delve into MDC continuity to understand. Let's just take it from the top and explain the concept of the Spanish ninja. Quote, Spanish ninjutsu combines the European fighting art of savat with the Japanese art of ninjutsu. Savat lends the style lots of fast, powerful kicks, while ninjutsu gives the style a variety of skills useful in combat, such as acrobatics, climbing, and grappling. I'll just put a little flag down on that mention of savat, but moving on, quote, Since most of the men and women Vega trains in his art are former matadors, Spanish ninja are very elusive fighters with quick footwork, learned after years of bullfighting in the arenas of Spain. So first of all, I I don't know if Vega really knows Savat or just thought it was a fancy French thing to advertise, but we actually do get the fighting style of Savat in a later supplement for Street Fighter, and it shares exactly one kick with Spanish ninjutsu, the slide kick. That's it. No other similar. Both of them have plenty of outlandish kicks, but none in common. So as far as I'm concerned, Savat is not even a part of the equation except for branding. What we've really got in Spanish ninjutsu are two different threads, and maybe different is an understatement, bullfighting and ninjutsu. As it turns out, interestingly, the bullfighting side is the main source of new recruits. Quote, Vega's servants scout the bullfights of Spain to find prospective candidates for training in Spanish ninjutsu. Recruits are gradually introduced to the criminal side of Vega's operations to weed out those who don't have the stomach for assassination work. Every Spanish ninja ends up working for Vega, fulfilling assassination and espionage missions around the globe on behalf of anyone willing to pay Vega's fees, especially Chateau So Vega offers assassination services to clients around the world, and he recruits assassins by checking out bullfights and then inviting promising matadors to, I don't know, branch out to fist fighting. I don't really know what the pitch is there. I don't know what the career path is that these matadors envision for themselves, but he somehow gets them to his training camps and then sort of gradually broaches the subject of like, hey, this is an interesting uh, bullfighting, fist fighting type move. Could be used to kill a guy for money. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's a funny idea, but you know, if you ever wanted to do that. And then gradually, you know, he's able to weed out the matadors who it turns out truly just want to fight bulls and maybe people but killing for money is, even for these very flexible individuals, too far away from their core competency for them to want to make the career jump. This seems kind of backward to me. It seems like you'd start with people you know want to kill, and then if you must, introduce them to bullfighting. Like, that's not exactly the point B between point A and point C here, but you know, we can we can take a stop off at A2. 
whatever, take a little loop around. The point is you're not going to lose your investment. You take somebody who wants to commit violent crime, teach them how to commit violent crime, then rent them out for violent crime performance. And along the way, if you feel like you got to teach them to bullfight, whatever, man, it's your money. And indeed, it seems like Vega must sometimes recruit criminals because under members here, it says, quote, most members come from prior criminal backgrounds or the bullfighting circuit. And likewise, under concepts, the text helpfully offers, quote, matador, assassin, thief, which is a silly answer, but like, shame on you for asking. Like as a GM, if you're reading this and it's like, hmm, they recruit criminals and bullfighters to become assassins. Oh, what kind of people would be Spanish ninjas? Uh, criminals, bullfighters, and assassins? Oh, right. Silly me. I've been focusing on a lot of the flavor text about these styles, but the mechanical aspect of them is pretty much uh, you're starting chi, you're starting willpower, and then most importantly, a list of special maneuvers. And uh, these are the moves that you can learn for a discount if you're a member of this style. So it kind of defines like what you do in combat. What moves do you know? To design the move list for Spanish ninjutsu, it's a really tall design order because what you're looking for is the intersection between like matador skills, right? So moves you would use to evade and fight and ultimately kill a bull. And by the way, Spanish ninjas very often do use weapons, so they might have a sword as in a bullfight. You're looking for the intersection of those matador skills along with ninja skills, right? So martial arts maneuvers that you would use for maximum uh, subtlety and efficiency. And then you've got a third circle on this Venn diagram for savat, which focuses on fancy European kicks. It's difficult to find the intersection of all these three things because they do not in fact intersect. And we find that in the moves list for Spanish ninjutsu. If you're looking for flashy, obvious moves that you can't use to kill a bull, the hits just keep coming on this move list. Ear pop. This is a highly dishonorable move where you just fucking slap somebody's ears, fuck up their eardrums. It's a trained motion. You do it with your palms to the side of their head to compress air into their ears. You know who that doesn't work on? A bull. Monkey grab punch. That's where you grab somebody's arm out of the way when they're blocking so you can punch them even though they're trying to defend themselves. Very useful for a street fighter because people across all styles and backgrounds raise their arms in front of them to defend themselves. But you know who doesn't? Bowls. The backflip kick where you kick somebody while you're uh, flipping backward in a straight line. You can play keep away as long as you run faster than your opponent. But you know who runs faster than you? A bull. Then we got the forward slide kick and the slide kick low sliding tripping maneuvers that I wouldn't recommend against a hulking quadruped. The forward flip knee where you flip over somebody and knee them in the back, assuming that their back is perpendicular to the ground and not, as with a bull, parallel. The handstand kick where you do a handstand right next to somebody and kick them right under the jaw, assuming that their jaw is up at conventional human jaw level and not, as with a bull, much closer to the ground. There's the air throw where you can throw somebody who jumps at you, or I guess if somebody drops a bull on you from a great height, this would be useful. The back roll throw where you grab somebody and uh, plant your boot in their belly and flip them overhead, assuming that they're not a bull. The choke throw where you reach over and grab somebody's neck and suplex them by their neck, holding their neck in your hand because it's a human neck and not a bull neck. The suplex, not a maneuver optimized for a bull. There's even the signature move of Vega's own personal style, the wall spring where you jump up on the wall and bounce off it to confuse and befuddle your foe as long as there is in fact a wall within jumping distance and you are not, for example, in the middle of a flat and empty bullring. And this style doesn't do much better on the uh, ninja side of the equation either. Do you know how many of the moves on this list involve jumping, flipping, and or tumbling? Over half. So if you look at the criteria for the different fields that Vega trained in uh, and fused together to form this style, 
it, it looks like Spanish ninjutsu is a big loser, right? It doesn't do any of the things that these forms are designed to do. But actually, if you think about it, we don't have to see this as a kind of failure of game design and logic. We can see it as Vega's crowning achievement of street fighting. He created his own style from three different sources to do something totally different from what any of those sources are capable of. I mean, it's just what I've been saying, but a different perspective. Vega trained in bullfighting and parlayed that into pit fighting. What does bullfighting have to do with pit fighting? Nothing. That's how good Vega is. And why does Vega bring in matadors to learn his style? People who aren't even interested in fighting to begin with, let alone competent or, or willing to assassinate people for money. Like, why does he start with the matador part and then build to the kill people for money part? Quote, Vega has little patience for cowards, especially unattractive ones. And it goes on to say he often ends up killing his recruits by throwing them into fight bulls. I don't think that Vega recruits from the bullfighting circuit because he thinks that matadors make better killers or better street fighters. I think Vega can train anybody. He's already rich and he's already a success. I think Vega recruits matadors because he personally wants to work with the highest quality of people, which in his mind means ballsy and pretty. And he can get whoever he scouts because in addition to being loaded, he's got charisma four, higher than in Bison's, by the way, and appearance seven. I feel like Vega invented Spanish ninjutsu to get attention and meet beautiful people. And it's working. That's the secret of Shadaloo on this page. Everybody's making this big deal about, ooh, mysterious Lurdrit dominating tournaments. But basically, Lurdrit is just Bison self-destructively killing promising students until he finally hits upon one who can kill him. You don't want to study Lurdrit. You want to be in the party school, the school of Spanish ninjutsu, where the most beautiful goddamn man in the world has just casually tossed off a brand new goddamn martial arts style based on his three favorite hobbies in an incidentally profitable venture that is nonetheless transparently just an excuse to get pretty people to come over to his house. A word of wisdom to the next incoming class in Rigonka for Gettler Dritt, learn Spanish ninjutsu. This is clearly the Shadaloo style to learn. Vega's obviously a fighting genius. You're going to be surrounded by beautiful people wearing a minimum of shirt. You may be killed by a bull, but you'll leave this world horny for your classmates. And what else can we ask for in this miserable life? Answer. We could ask to live the charmed life of goddamn Vega. Join me next time for his backstory on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>